And welcome back to Butter With That, a podcast where some friends from Philadelphia get together to talk about movies. Uh, Or so we normally do. Uh, This week, the crew is off. It's going to be me, Dave, and uh, just you, the dear listener, just the two of us sinking our teeth into something uh, a little... A little different, a little special, and uh, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, As I'm flying solo this week, I'm going to bring you my personal favorite animated short film, that being Duck Amuck. For those unfamiliar, Duck Amuck is a Merry Melodies slash Looney Tunes surrealist short directed by Chuck Jones, written by Michael Maltese and voiced by the legendary Mel Blanc. If you'd like to check it out, it's listed as episode six of season 18 on HBO, which is one of the few places you're likely to find it. It's a seven-minute, hyper-surreal, almost pre-postmodernist cartoon in which, to his mounting frustration, Daffy Duck is toyed with, mocked, and even redesigned by an unseen animator. The short features several fourth-wall breaks, shifting aspect ratios, and Daffy's self-awareness that he is a performer in a cartoon, making it one of the, if not the strangest experiment in the long history of the Looney Tunes canon. The opening title card sequence suggests that Daffy is the star of a musketeer picture. He charges into the scene in wardrobe and fencing the air while delivering his dialogue, tailored to the genre. Within moments, however, he has wandered beyond the provided painted background and into an empty white void. Confused, he breaks the illusion of the cartoon by turning to address the animator directly, asking, Hey, psst, whoever's in charge here? The scenery. Where's the scenery? The unseen animator swiftly paints a new background, but this time of a barnyard. With gusto, Daffy retakes the stage, still dressed as in playing a musketeer. Upon registering his new scenery, Daffy tries to adapt, re-entering the frame now dressed as a farmhand, singing a variation of Old MacDonald. As he continues through the scenery, the background shifts from a barnyard into a wintry snowscape, complete with an igloo. Daffy is clearly becoming annoyed, but like the true professional that he is, he tries to... <laughs> oh, man, and what a pro he is. Um, what? What a pro! Daffy's the best in the biz! Uh, and it's really funny how meta-aware Mel Blanc is in playing Daffy. No, 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 no. Uh, who, who is this? Who are you? Um, you? No, 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 not, not, not me, you. Yeah. Uh, who, who am I speaking to? You. Okay, okay. I, I'm me. Me too. Y- you? Yeah, you. What? Well, d- don't worry about it. Let, uh, let me just chime in and say that uh, Daffy is actually my personal favorite Looney Tune. Um, well, yeah, uh, me too. Right, obviously. Obviously? Yeah, he's your favorite. How is that obvious? Because I just said he's my favorite. But what does that have to do with me? Because you said it. But you said it. Exactly, you said it. But but I I didn't say it. Yes, I did. Uh, it makes sense if you think about it. Uh, all right, all right. Let's just let's let's keep let's keep things moving here. This is getting strange. Right, let's. Uh, so Daffy, he's. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've got this. Um, so, so, so Daffy. Uh, 
being the pro that he is, uh, now skis into the snowscape scene, only to quickly ski into a new tropical background. Frustrated but playing along, he returns in a Hawaiian skirt and lei and a ukulele. And a ukulele, yeah, thank you. As he strums farewell to thee, he once again wanders beyond the incomplete scenery into a blank void. And it's here that the cartoon really starts to shift into surreal self-awareness as totally as Daffy turns to address the animator again. And, wait, 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 um, wait. Now, who, who is, is this? this? Me. Who? You. Uh, oh. Wait, wait. No, I'm me. Me too. Me three. Who? You. you. I I don't understand. Makes, Makes sense, sense if you think about it. <laughs> oh, nice. So Daffy turns to address the animator. Hey, I, I'm the host here, right? Exactly. exactly. So uh, Daffy turns to address the animator and acknowledging the format and medium itself says... Buster, it may come as a complete surprise to you to find that this, this is, is an animated, animated cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. All right, whose show is this? Mine? No, it's mine. Exactly. exactly. So then let me host it. You, you are, are, man. Uh, all right. It makes sense if you think about it. Hey. hey. Oh, for crying out loud. How am I doing? I'm good. You too. Uh, enough. Okay, we need to move on here. Daffy addresses the animator, okay, acknowledging that this is a cartoon. And as he criticizes his unseen tormentor, the animator's pencil enters the frame, erasing Daffy. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Now erased and unseen, Daffy's voice asks, All right, wise guy, where am I? And what trippy metaphysical and philosophical territory we're in at this point, right? Oh, yeah, like, even when a race, he's still Daffy. And that was kind of the idea. Jones and Maltese wanted to see how far they could go obscuring or changing the character of Daffy and still have him be Daffy. Yeah, and a lot of that credit goes to Mel Blanc as well. Oh, oh big, big time. time. Hey, 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 this is my show here. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, the animator now repaints Daffy, this time with a cowboy hat and guitar. Daffy shrugs and strums the guitar, launching into his song, but there is no audio. Using a sign, he requests sound. I love this part. And as he strums, he is granted, instead of guitar noises, various non-guitar sound effects, such as a machine gun, a car horn, and a donkey braying. He smashes the <laughs> guitar and, when going to shout at the animator, finds that his own voice has been replaced with sound effects also. Yeah, taking his voice away, that's intense. Yeah, like it's a film industry v. actor agency commentary, maybe? Uh, maybe. It might be reading into this a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah I, I do, do tend, tend to, to do, do that. that. Well, when Daffy finally does get his voice back mid-tirade, he composes himself and tries to appeal to the animator once more, asking again for some scenery. After the animator creates a crude line-drawing background, Daffy demands color, the animator paints Daffy up with a variety of colors, dots, and patterns to Daffy's fury. He's getting really pissed off now. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Daffy demands the animator redraw him properly. He erases Daffy and instead draws him as a bizarre, mismatched creature. Daffy mentions not feeling quite himself. The animator creates a mirror, and upon seeing his hideous new self, Daffy freaks out. <laughs> really freaks out. And he scolds the animator again. He is redrawn with a sailor suit and seemingly pleased begins singing Song of the Marines as the animator draws an ocean scene featuring a distant island. 
Having not drawn a ship or surface to hold him, Daffy plunges into the water. Then he swims to the distant island and demands a close-up. This bit is great. The frame pinholes in around him, still a great distance away and very small on the now largely black screen. He screams for a proper close-up and the camera zooms in uncomfortably close to his angry bloodshot eyes. And then Daffy walks off saying, oh, thanks, thanks for, for the, the sour persimmons, cousin. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now that is comedy. Uh, now who, who is this? this now? Me, duh. Are you kidding me? It, it makes, makes sense, sense if you think about, about it. it. What the hell is that? Slide whistle. <laughs> Slide, Slide whistle. Nice. No, no way. That is too much. Oh, I kind of like it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, you too. So you like it? Absolutely. <laughs> Classic. Stop, stop, stop. This is still my show. Exactly. exactly. And I want to get through this, so enough screwing around, enough sound effects. Uh, see what I mean about the agency thing? Oh. oh. Focus up. So Daffy appeals to the animator, trying to reason with him, as a black curtain falls down on and around him. After failing to keep the curtain up using a stick, Daffy loses it and tears it to shreds all around him. Fed up, Daffy demands the cartoon get back on track and resume, just as the animator inserts a title card reading The End. <laughs> Daffy pushes the title card off screen Having been pushed too far Daffy suggests that he and the animator Go their separate ways Hoping to carry on the show by himself Jeez. Daffy begins a shuffling dance routine Only to have the film run out of alignment Resulting in two partial frames on screen Each containing their own Daffy The two of them argue about which of them Is the real Daffy <laughs> Relatable <laughs> Put that down. We're, we're almost done. So before the Daffy's come to blows, the animator erases one of them. Must be nice. Huh. The remaining Daffy is drawn into an airplane. Seemingly excited, the cartoon is back up and running. However, the animator draws a huge mountain in the plane's path, and Daffy re-enters the screen, still flying but sans plane, which has crashed off screen. He jumps out of what is left of the craft and floats down toward the ground with a parachute. The animator then erases it and replaces it with an anvil. What he was with the Looney Tunes and anvils anyway? It's a cartoon. How else do you illustrate weight? <laughs> it makes sense if you think about it. Ew. Ew. Rude. <laughs> what is my problem? Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself, dude. Uh, I... All right. All right. Sorry, that was rude. But I'm getting really, really confused, and we're nearly there. So Daffy, having crashed to the ground, dizzily hammers the anvil while reciting the poem, The Village Blacksmith. Swiftly and unbeknownst to Daffy, the animator replaces the anvil with an artillery shell, which explodes after a few further hammer strikes. Having finally reached his limit, Daffy demands to know who's responsible for the debacle and the animator's identity. The animator draws a doorframe around Daffy as he pleads for answers and then shuts the door using his pencil. When we pan out to reveal the animator, Bugs Bunny at a drawing table, he slyly turns to the audience, chuckles, and says, Ain't I a stinker? stinker. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we made it. Or, or, I guess, I made it. Exactly. exactly. See, now I get it. What a, what a strange, strange journey into this truly wild, playfully postmodern and totally ahead of its time cartoon. Personally, as I said at the top, it's my favorite in the Looney Tunes catalog. Hey, mine, mine too. too. 
and was actually recognized as culturally significant by the United States Library of Congress and selected for preservation in the National Film Registry, making it the second of three Chuck Jones animated shorts to receive the honor among One Froggy Evening and What's Opera Doc. The latter has been considered the, quote, best Looney Tunes short of all time, with the listed runner-up being, everybody, Doc Amok. And as animation historian Greg Ford put it, quote, the duck glowers directly at the camera, the eye contact always implicating us, the viewers, in the cartoon's gleeful sadism. While Mel Blanc's voice acting is masterful, writer Michael Maltese's gags are great, Maurice Noble's mix-matched backgrounds are hilarious, and the Disney-derived yet highly defined stop-start animation executed by Ken Harris are extra crispy here, the film belongs to Chuck Jones. It's as if all the misadventures that Jones customarily plunged Daffy into throughout the decade have all converged in duck amok. Is that from Wikipedia? The, the quote? Not, not the quote itself, but all that info. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some researcher you are, pal. Oh, <laughs> oh sick bird. Got him. <sighs> uh, honestly, I don't know how my usual co-hosts put up with me. This was... This is very difficult. Fortunately, it won't be just me. And me. And me. And me. Yeah, they get it. Won't be just me next week, as I'll be rejoined by the rest of the Butter crew for our new theme. We're very excited about this one, and we'll be talking about some movies that we've been looking forward to for a long, long time. So be sure to tune in next week. But until then, thank you so much for listening. We want to thank the Movie John Podcast Network for hosting us, as well as a bunch of other great shows. And as we're so fond of saying here at Camp Butter, have, Have a good whatever. whatever. <laughs> God damn it. This has been a movie job.